Hello, humans behind the screen. It's been a very, very long time. <laughs> I am currently en route to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Put in some work for the day. Um, yeah, I wanted to, I know it may be a little bit noisy in the background, but I probably will be titling this one either Life Update or Moving Forward. Um, just kind of giving an update for those of you that actually listen to this channel, to this station, to this podcast, uh, if that's what you want to call it. I call it me sharing my thoughts, my experiences along this journey in, in hopes that it will help some of you, uh, whether you're creative or, or you don't call yourself a creative or not. But if you're a human being listening on the other side, I, I do this in hopes that I can help you avoid some of the pitfalls, some of the potholes, some of the roadkill in the middle of the road uh, that I've hit along my journey. And hopefully I can get you or help you get to a specific destination that you have a lot faster based on something I share here. So that is the path we are on with this audio platform. Uh, I haven't been super consistent, especially not as of late. Um, a lot of things creatively going on right now. For those of you that have peered in on my music over the years, for those of you that have, have supported me over the years with, with music, I'm currently working on the third installment of series that my brother Wit and I created uh, almost, it'll be 12 years in November um, we, we started in 2009 with Hell's Paradise 1 uh, then we released the deluxe edition of that the following year I believe um, Hell's Paradise 1 deluxe and then in 2011 we began to release small episodes of what will become Hell's Paradise 2 um, you know the, and then we put all the, the episodes together 1 through 4 and released in 2012 uh, Hell's Paradise 2 Mass Parade and Hell's Paradise the series has seen um, the likes of man from the first one uh artist named D-Mob, Defy uh, Your Life, uh, some of you may know that listen to this, um, who else, uh, Frontliners, which Wit was a part of back in the day, Jay Johnson, um, man, who am I missing, uh, man, going to, to, to part two, Derek, Derek Minor, Lecrae, uh, Alex Faith, of course, um, I got Cam, Swoop, um, Sean Johnson. I cannot forget Sean Johnson, Von Juan uh, from the Welcome to H-Town song from the original version on part one to part two with, uh, with Lecrae, which would ultimately become uh, a, a version that he put on his mixtape Church Clothes with uh, Tadashi. For some of you that are familiar with 
Christian hip hop, you know these names that I'm that I'm calling out. But some of you that do not know anything about Christian hip hop are like, I don't care what you're talking about right now, or at least I don't know these people. Um, but man, the list goes on. I just can't think of think of them uh, off the top of my head. But I know I, I wrote them down previously, uh, or recently rather, and and I, I was just blown away by how many people had been a part of the project and then there's so many others that I want to be a part of you know this this series going forward and we are hard at work fast at work on part three which we've loosely been um, recording since the end of my album 34 which that came out in 2015 so we've been actively recording since 2015 we had an argument because we (laughs) i told him that it was 2014 that i recorded something in 2014 but um we we didn't go that far back that may have been just like a super rough draft of, of something so i think we were both right but 2015 we started recording for hell's paradise 3 um and we we hit a stride probably about a couple of months ago we really hit a stride on some stuff we have a lot of songs to to kind of comb through and and decide but we we finally got the direction i think that we want to go in and like i said this is something that we've been working on as far as this series for for 12 years uh you know off and on over these 12 years different many different versions of this project a lot of themes a lot of uh um, you know, offshoots from this series that happened, whether through through us or other people, even. Um, and so, yeah, we're really excited. Wit and I are really excited, as well as some of my peers and, and, and fellow creatives, you know, rappers, MCs, producers that may or may not have been a part of the series in the past they are very excited about this as well uh i've been sending songs on the low back and forth to a few people um that i trust with with the music but um you know just getting opinions getting feedback but also people just want to enjoy it and that makes me that makes me feel good to be completely honest and it also makes me want to continue to to uh, create and so yeah that's where I am musically right now Uh, you know also working on as far as audio goes as some voiceover work that I am pursuing through a uh, through an actual company or a platform that that acts as an agent for voiceover artists and so for those of you that know like I've I spent a lot of time uh, in between recording music, doing voiceover work, whether that be for uh, I've done, you know, product work for bodybuilding.com. There's a company called On It, O-N-N-I-T, that uh, comedian podcaster Joe Rogan is co-owner of. There's a, a company called Buff Chicks <laughs> from a... Um, um, Megan, uh, I forget Megan's last name, but she is a bodybuilder uh, who has has won some championships and has got a lot of notoriety. But she created a 
a company called Buff Chicks um, in 2020 during the pandemic. And I was able to, to, to launch her company with my voice. And my guy, Karsten Weingart, um, he did the visual for for me. Uh, Karsten and I, Carson shot the, for those of you that, again, keep up with the music, Carson shot the, the Tings video from uh, Dark Vader 1. And he's, you know, been a, a close friend of mine for about... Man, six years now. I met him around 34 time. He shot some promo for 34, actually. So, um, but yeah, I, and there's a number of, of other just voiceovers that I've done for for different companies, different organizations like Water Four, which is a a company that uh, you know their their thing is to that everybody should have clean water. So they have a, they they help uh, people overseas, uh, primarily in in Africa. Um, to not only give them clean water, but they they actually um, they actually build the, the the infrastructure for them to to have clean water and for it to you know to continue you know to to actually uh, sustain the, the people over there, not just to be a one off, but they actually build the infrastructure and train the the people. Um, there on how to to use the the products um or the or the you know the infrastructure how to actually to maintain it and, and maintenance and uh, you know how to use it uh properly so i've done stuff for, for them as well and looking to do some stuff for them in the future uh, as a matter of fact but yeah so that's something that i'm also excited about something that because i've stuff that i've gotten over the years has just been through people like Karsten or, or, you know, churches or other organizations that I know that have just passed my name along because I may have done something for, for them or they may have heard my voice on something else and just thought that I would fit uh, doing this particular, you know, voiceover for another company or another organization. So they passed my name along. But this is actually something where I will be intentionally looking for work, um, for voiceover work. And looking at different um you know scripts and, and reading form there's potential here to get involved in you know there's fiction podcasts that i listen to and i love there's video games that i could be a part of there uh you know narrations for like i, I narrated a movie I, I didn't even mention that but my guy uh, no malice who formerly known as malice of the clips which was a group that uh pharrell williams um you know launched uh many many years ago and and uh, one of the brothers uh became changed his name to no malice after he he had this experience with with god and with with jesus and uh, you know he speaks all over the country now and he, he did a film just kind of telling his story and his journey kind of chronicling his journey and I was able to narrate that film for I am second um, which is an organization out of Dallas done me, uh, a lot of work with them as well but but yeah so I, I'll have opportunities more opportunities like that for for film and something that really excites me because it's a different part of my brain creatively 
when I'm doing these these voiceover reads and, and, and narrating is not especially when it's not something that I've written when it's something that I'm just reading and, and I have to I have to figure out the inflections I have to figure out you know how to say certain things how to approach it you know when I write it typically I'm writing something down and I'm hearing it in my head as I'm writing it so I know exactly how I want to say it when it's something that someone else is presenting to me to to read something that they've written I have to um and a lot of times there's no direction it's just a script uh sometimes you'll have a director and they'll they'll coach you through it you'll do multiple takes but a lot of times I've grown to where I do multiple takes anyway just because I play with my voice and see which version sounds the best to me and then you know I lead with that but then I also have some other versions so the organization can make a decision on what sounds best to them or what they wanted what they heard when they wrote it and and so yeah a lot of exciting work uh that and a lot of potential for me to to use that part of my brain so I'm excited about that as well man what else is going on oh and 2020 for those of you who don't know in 2020 my guy who's also uh, a longtime collaborator and friend of mine uh billy wigginton we uh started a coffee company we already have a podcast which is going into its fifth season this year called the black gold creative podcast uh he helped me to launch black gold creative uh, probably in 2017, I get the the years mixed up just because it was a it was a name that was floating around for a little while, and something that I that I had you know tucked, but I was kind of talking about it a little bit in around 2016 as well, even 2015 when I was doing 34 and things like that. But um, so 2017, I think we officially launched, and then we begin doing the podcast. I want to say in 2018. But we're going into our fifth season. But in 2020, um, during the, you know, this is when we we're in like in full lockdown mode, we started a coffee roasting business, a coffee brand. And coffee, you know, our, our podcast was the, the subtitles, Family Coffee Hip Hop. And we've talked about for years, you know, our love for coffee, but also the fact that we wanted to begin roasting coffee at some point so in in october of 2020 october 20th 2020 to be exact we launched black gold creative coffee and uh, we started with two uh two different coffees one from tanzania one from colombia um the tanzanian's a pea berry which is has an amazing story behind it the colombian is a colombian supremo uh and I was roasting the the pea berry. Billy was roasting the Supremo from October to I want to say January of 2021. Uh, we were using these small roasters that we had purchased, and his wife, who's an incredible designer, she designed the Black Gold Creative logo as well. But she, uh, she designed the the uh, artwork for the Misfit as well as the Colombian coffee and we just we start bagging roasting and bagging coffee man with all the knowledge that we had gained over the years and the studying that we we did the research we did and just the experiences that we had with coffee we put all that into it you know along with our, our love for it and we uh we began roasting and selling coffee man and it, t- it kind of took off 
to where we started getting some some attention in in the coffee world um which is which is crazy to me um like right off the back really really quick and you know things uh in in where i am as far as legally have changed to where i couldn't roast from home anymore and so billy took on all the responsibility of roasting you know we we started subscriptions we started we started with smaller bags like six ounce bags and then we are with six ounces of coffee and eight ounce bags but we moved to you know the the standard 12 ounce bags i believe in february of 2021 we launched uh an ethiopian coffee that you know an idea i've been playing with for some months you know a coffee called the low-end theory uh which was you know, inspired by the one of the, the most incredible albums and the incredible hip hop groups of all time, uh, the, the Low End Theory album by Tribe Called Quest, a Tribe Called Quest, and um, we we launched that in February along with subscriptions uh, for the company, and you know things picked up even more. Uh, things began to slow down a little bit towards the the summer, just because of other things that that i was involved in and then also just the the appeal of a new coffee brand and a new coffee line just kind of like you have to there's no physical store so that you kind of have to keep people um if you don't have them in the subscription you have to you know you have to promote on online i mean there's no there's no physical store where people are coming in every single day to get coffee so uh 2020 because a lot of people were, you know, shopping online, we, we saw a great spike in that. But towards the beginning or the, the midpoint of, of this year, uh, things began to taper off a little bit, but started gaining a little bit of steam uh, towards the beginning of the summer and they tapered off again. Um, but we're looking to to sort of relaunch, uh, especially with the one year anniversary coming up. I mean, we're still selling coffee. Things are still... You know, we still have a, a few subscriptions. We still are online, uh, but we want to revamp and refocus on, you know, how we want to approach this particular coffee, especially with the podcast coming back. Uh, Billy also launched his own uh, coffee company, he and his wife in, in Texas, uh, which is a part of just a an idea. I don't want to call it a, a, another company, but just an idea that he and his wife had. Uh, about community even prior to them roasting coffee they just kind of led with the with the coffee but still with the idea of, of this community thing in mind uh, the company's called Haciendo and you know with, te- with he's in Texas and with those laws being different than Oklahoma he's able to actually physically go out and, and sell his coffee at farmers markets which has been great for, for them to, to be face to face with people and to talk and also see the you know the them experience the coffee um, and, and get feedback right away that's been amazing for them so um, yeah so a, a lot going on there so you can check out both of those companies actually um, you know you can get to Black Girl Creative via if you may already be following us on Instagram if not it's I found Black Girl uh, and the website is blackgoldcreative.org. Uh, 
Haciendo, uh, Texas or Haciendo TX. You can find them on uh, Instagram as well uh, as online. I think it's HaciendoTX.com. Um, but yeah, purchase some coffee if you if you haven't already. If you have already, purchase more coffee. If you haven't, uh, we would love to to uh, have you experience what we've been doing. So that's been taking up a lot of my time as well. Um, then in addition to that, you know, and more importantly, uh, family wise, man, like I celebrated my 18th year anniversary, uh, wedding anniversary, uh, marriage, uh, <laughs> whatever they call it as far as the anniversary goes. Uh, but we've been married for 18 years, my wife and I, we celebrated that in September, uh, which is a beautiful thing and, and just does not seem like it's been 18 years man i mean i have a my oldest is in high school now my youngest just started pre-k i also have a a nine-year-old uh that'll be in junior high before i blink and um things are just just moving man and i i celebrated my a, a week after six days to be exact after my anniversary i got married six days before my birthday but I celebrated my 40th birthday and I turned 40 in September and the crazy thing about that is you know on my 30th birthday I I may have talked about this on the podcast before but on my 30th birthday I I shed tears I shed tears because um, I thought about number one I thought about all of the the people that I knew that hadn't made it to 30 but then also also I thought about um how how grateful I was that I was turning 30 and then from from there it went to me thinking like man I'm old and I need to get my stuff together, right? I'm 30 and, and I haven't done X, Y, and Z. Like it was just a, a, a whole range of emotions at 30. And I've spoken to a lot of uh, a lot of, of men my age about that 30 mark. Uh, ladies, I don't know if it's the same thing for, for, for you, but I can only speak from, from my experience and, and what I'm hearing from other men around my age. And that 30 mark just hit hard uh, for whatever reason. And of course, it's not everybody, but uh, a lot of guys that I've that I've talked to, that's their experience. They might not have necessarily shed tears, uh, but they but they felt that weight. And 40, believe it or not. I'm like, man, I'm young. (laughs) I'm like, man, I can't believe I told my guy, Sean Johnson, who he he turned 40. I believe, uh, I think he's four days younger than me, um, or four days older than me, one or the, one or the two. I always forget if he's older or younger, but uh, we usually celebrate, um, at, at times we've, we've celebrated birthdays together. I've been around him during his birthday or, or vice versa. But um, yeah, but I'm like, man, I hit him and I said, you know, we both turned 40, but I feel... I feel young enough that, you know, I can still move around and, and do some some dope things. But then on top of that, the cheat code is I have all this experience and all this stuff that I've been paying attention to over the years 
especially that 30 to 40 uh, point. All of that stuff I took in, all of the experience I had, I have all that knowledge now and I can use it and I can still move around. Like I don't necessarily have to pass it on to somebody and sit this one out, right? Like I don't have to just coach from the sidelines. I, I can still play in the game. Um, you know, I, I love using sports analogies, but I, I'm i excited about that, you know, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, I, 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 I started going super hard at recording for, for HP3, for Hell's, Par- Hell's Paradise 3, is because I realized that, man, I can, I can really still do this, but I'm doing it from a place of just because I, I really paid attention to that decade from 30 to 40. And, it, you know, sometimes subconsciously, I'm just taking in all this information. And, but I'm, I'm able to, to use that now. Uh, not only, you know, at one time it was just, you know, I, I definitely wanted to be a dope MC. I had a message, uh, you know, that I wanted to, to share with people on, on the artistic side. I also wanted to be the, the dopest MC that I could be, the dopest writer that I could be. I wanted to be, you know, since I was a kid, I wanted to be great at at writing and great at MCing. And I feel like, you know, that that I that I've gotten to that point, that I that I had gotten to that point, you know, during my thirties to where I became pretty good you know at, at writing um and emceeing like i i could do it do it well uh may not be the best at it i mean i that's a you know that that's for other people to decide who's the the best and this and that and that's not even really why uh it's not why i, I do it anyway when i was trying to be great i was trying to be great for me not necessarily be better than somebody else but I just wanted to be great. Like I wanted to be the best that I could that I could be um, at emceeing, at writing. Uh, not necessarily to battle somebody, but you know, now I feel like I've gotten to that point where, yes, I'm good. I can I can I can do this. I can communicate effectively. Um, you know, I can describe certain things with with my music that that uh, people can can actually see i can give them this message communicated in a way to where they can really understand it and, and see it visually through the through the music um you know even live performance wise i've gotten better over over the years at at uh at doing that but there's there's so much more that i feel like i can do but now I'm, I'm operating from a space of I'm operating from a space of the what you would call the the, the icing on the cake or the, the cherry on top or how, however you want to say it. It's like the extras. Right. Like I get to add the extra flair to it uh, based upon my experiences and the knowledge that I have. I get to add the extra flair to it. And I feel like that extra flair is the piece that really is going to drive home the message that that I want to convey. Um, it's it's very similar to, you know, when you're young, 
you feel like you can just run super duper fast and you know I could I could jump really really high back in the day when I was hooping you know especially I would go super fast jump really really high and then you got those guys that are super experienced and a lot of times yeah they they, they want to conserve their energy and they don't want to you know they can't exert themselves as much as they used to it's a it's a physical thing but a lot of it is just that they figured out that they don't have to they figured out that they don't have to exert all that energy they figured out that they don't have to go up and and dunk on somebody because um you know passing it to my man to the left when you're coming up and I could easily dunk on you, but passing it to my man to the left and him just laying it up is going to get us two points anyway. Right. <laughs> um, and so it's the it's it's thinking about it in a different way, because now, you know, the dunk would have been extraordinary. Right. The dunk would have been dunking on somebody and, and you know, celebrating that is make highlights and all that that's an extraordinary thing but now you get the assist and you get the two points right you get the extras um when you take that when you when you think about it like in that way um you get the extras and you involve somebody else and that's that's one thing that i'm learning as i've gotten older is that man i need people like to make things work, to make things go, you need people. Like, you need a team. And I've had that experience where I've had teams and I've had people in the past. And being being young, you know, young and thinking you can do everything, sometimes there have been, there've been times where I've had a disagreement with somebody about something and it's not nothing malicious and we you know we would still be cool and we would still talk but it's kind of one of those things where you're like man I, I feel like I could just do do this better on my own and by myself um and you may get there you may accomplish that goal and get there right but it took you a lot longer to get there it may not uh, have the same impact as it would have had because you're not allowing that other person to work in their gift. You're not allowing that other person to use uh, similarly to you what God has given you. You're not allowing that person to use the gifts that God has given them. Um, and, and ultimately, it's not even about the thing that you're creating. It's not about that goal. It's just about this, commun this communal thing that happens when you collaborate when you go back and forth with somebody i believe there's a black girl creative uh episode podcast episode uh specifically about this um in season four maybe season in season three but there's this communal thing that happens whenever you go back and forth with somebody and you're clicking when you're clicking with somebody and they're using their gifts you're using your gifts it's not even about the thing you know the goal or whatever you're trying to to, to get done at that point, it becomes about the experience. It becomes about that communal thing. Like God is present in those moments heavily, I believe, uh, because you're both using your God-given talents together. Um, and so I've learned that I need people and I need people to be, be great. I need people to be themselves 
I need people to to uh, to help. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm if I'm trying to make whatever it is I'm doing, if I'm trying to make the best thing possible, uh, if I'm trying to create the biggest impact, I'm gonna need people. Uh, we're gonna need each other, and so yeah, that's one of the that's one of the things that I've taken from this turning 40 thing one of the things that hit me the hardest i believe is that you know this this next chapter of life man do not try to go at it alone you know do not try to go at it alone and um that really that really has has struck me and so going forward it'd be a lot more collaborations it'd be a lot more um a lot more collaborations that, you know, even with people that I may not have a, a relationship with now, you're just people that, you know, that, that I may reach out to that I may be inspired by from afar, but, uh, you know, I, I reach out to them to, to collaborate on something. And so very excited about that as well. Um, and excited about this, this, this podcast actually I have some some ideas about where to take this podcast even about where to um how how to do this podcast going forward and you know if you've made it this far and just hearing me ramble you know that a lot of times this is what this podcast had have been in the past there's there's been times where i'm just i'm reading some of my writings and those are really quick quick shots but then there's there's other times where i just talk and uh, which those those things are fine and i'll probably still have some of that you know maybe even with a visual component and, and place them separately but i really want to get into again the, the collaboration aspect and talking to some of these younger creatives that are um that are coming up and and you know trying to find their way and then on the flip side of that i also want to talk to um there's this this idea that i have that i have that i've had for probably about two or three years about just some of the creatives that i know that have actually pivoted and and changed uh completely change their uh their main thing like you know they may have been an mc at one time and now they are doing something completely different and i i'm very curious and very interested in those people because some of them when when they made this shift they were you know at the height of what they were doing but uh they decided to 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 do this now and, and a lot of times just I noticed from experience a lot of times when you're at the height of at doing something in the public it may seem like man you have everything together but yeah you may be at the height of, of doing something but either your passion for that thing is gone or it may have turned into almost like a burden like it may have turned into something that's that's not giving but actually taking away from you and and so you are forced to step into something else um and so you know i've I've heard that story from a lot of my friends 
that at one time were, were Christian hip hop artists. Um, unfortunately, you know, it's just the truth of the matter. And so I want to talk to those creatives that and, and figure out or, or hear their story about why they decided to, to step into, um, you know, another industry or another thing altogether, another uh, passion that, that they've taken on. Why is it that they decided to do this? And so uh, very excited about that. More to come on that. Well, you know, working out the, the the details in my mind, but I know that that's something that that I'm gonna do or I want to do very very soon. Um, Hell's Paradise Three is at the front of my mind, though, so that that is something that I want to complete really soon uh, and get out and get out to the people. So, yeah, that is the. I'm sure that I missed something, but that is the the update, uh, the moving forward. Uh, I hope it wasn't too loud in the background. These roads are terrible that I'm driving on. Um, but hey, I wanted to. I was gonna wait till I got to the act to the studio to record it, but then I probably would have, you know, forgotten or not even forgotten. I, I just when it's fresh on your mind especially in the morning and, and you're ready to go and you know for me at least when I'm creative early and I don't try to make it super perfect I just do it some of those times are the most beautiful times ever uh, especially when they don't come out what some would deem as perfect I feel like some, you know a lot of people uh, or some people it, it resonates with people uh the most when, when that happens because it's it's more of the human aspect because you know we all got stuff going on we, we're 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 moving out here as human beings uh we're you know living life and in living life things aren't perfect right things aren't um clean like in it, it would be sounding in a, in a in a studio you know that's good and serves its purpose but i like to do this as well so um Thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, please continue to tune in. Like I said, I know it's not consistent as some of the podcasts that you may be listening to, but I am definitely trying to get better at that, especially with this channel, uh, with the with the ideas that I that I just spoke about. I want to make that a consistent thing and plan those out and have those ready to go for you. Uh, but in the meantime, you can check out some of the previous episodes on this channel. You can also check out. The Black Gold Creative Podcast, Billy Wigginton and I, uh, four seasons strong. We are heading into our fifth season. Now that that podcast is something that we we do consistently whenever we're in the season, and so there's the episodes are structured, um, yeah. And so we want to uh, to to inspire people um, to love on their families, uh, to love good coffee and you know, to, to share our love for, for hip hop. So yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope that you drink some good coffee today. I hope you love on and hug your people today. Uh, and I hope that you are very creative today, productive today. All right. I'll let y'all later. Peace.